The Guardian. Welcome to the Digested Read podcast. Today, John Crace digests The Front by Patricia Cornwell. Best known for her tough cookie pathologist heroine, Case Scarpetta, who investigates the most grisly of murders, in The Front, Cornwell introduces her newest hero. Wynne Garano is a virtuous but lowly state investigator, given one of his most challenging cases yet, when he is asked to investigate the death of a young British woman murdered more than 40 years ago. Assumed to be a victim of the Boston Strangler, blind Janie Brolin was raped and left for dead in 1962. With no DNA and only sketchy police records, the case tests Garano to his limits. John Crace has put Cornwall's latest on the dissecting table and spilled its guts. Here's his forensic report. The Front by Patricia Cornwell Wynne Garano Second-hand Armani suit and Prada shoes Looks on sullenly Powerful, beautiful D.A. Monique Lamont Escada This spring's collection Chats to pretty boy Harvard student Cal Trad Who writes for the Crimson University paper Thinks he's from the Washington Post She turns to Wynne Here's what we'll do, she says. You're going to investigate the unsolved 1962 homicide of a British girl, Janie Brolin. Could have been the first victim of the Boston Strangler. Wynne gets a bad feeling. And not just because everything is written in the present tense and brand names are being used as a lazy substitute for character. Isn't this too ridiculous, even for one of your crime thrillers? Just do it. Lamont rasps. The chief will partner you up with his lead detective Stump, the one with the prosthetic leg. You come down here from the DA's office and think you can walk all over us, Stump snarls, as Wynne's 180-pound, six-foot, half-black, half-Italian muscular frame enters her office. The front can handle itself. Front, he asks. Friends, resources, officers, networking together. We're up to 60 departments now, though. I don't know why I'm telling you this, as it doesn't have much to do with the book. Except the title. Just leave me to find out who's behind a series of bank raids. She thinks he's hitting on her. Wynne decides to let it go. Sure, she's cute, but every thriller needs a contrived sexual tension. Too bad if everyone can see already that they're bound to end up together. Wynne gets a hunch. He follows Lamont out to a six million dollar, maybe eight million dollar house in the Boston Burbs. She leaves an hour later. He breaks in. There are prints from the Prada shoes that were in his gym bag, stolen from his nana's home earlier that evening. What's she into? And who's setting him up? 3 p.m. London. DCI Jeremy Colleen kicks back in his Scotland Yard office and looks back at his photos of him with Gladstone, Churchill and Tony Blair. The phone rings. It's the FBI. We've got something for you, says Agent McClure. Not another investigation to prove Walter Sickert was Jack the Ripper. No, we suspect DA Lamont is siphoning funds to terror groups. What's this got to do with me? Nothing, but Agent Cornwall wants you Brits involved. Stump takes Wynne down to the metal yard. 
She points out Raggedy Ann, one of her druggy informers. There's been a lot of copper thefts recently, she says. It's the same person who's doing the bank raids, Wynne points out in a remarkable feat of intuition, later proved right by some extremely dull scientific analysis. He decides to let her in closer. You know, I've got demons too. And I lost my leg trying to protect Lamont from details of her affair with an ex-offender coming out, she says, as they make love. Wynne remembers he still has to solve the 1962 case. He pulls out the file. It was a mafia job, he tells Lamont five minutes later. Janie wasn't blind. She witnessed something and was murdered. Wynne follows Lamont to the house. Stump, Raggedy Ann, a.k.a. Agent McClure, and Killeen burst in. You shouldn't have held out on me, Wynne shouts. Lamont's into nothing. She's just having an affair with Trad and using this house as a rendezvous. And Trad's your bank robber and copper thief. Wynne turns to Lamont as the others leave. Don't hold out on me again, he snaps. So you feel guilty that you inherited millions from your father who I shot dead when he was raping you last year. There's no need to siphon funds to Romanian orphans anonymously. Lamont nods. You know what the real crime is, Wynne smiles. It's printing this crap on thick paper to make the book seem fatter than 180 pages. The digested read, digested. Unbelievable front. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.